Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer. I am very passionate about helping others to achieve an abundant life fueled by spiritual principles and emotional balance. In this podcast series, we delve into spiritual self-care. Yes, we will explore exercising our minds and bodies, but more importantly, we will discuss strengthening our inner being, embracing God's love, and being filled by the fullness of God. As you take this journey with us, we want to inspire possessing your authentic selves and happiness. Glad to have you back, family. Before we delve into this episode, I want to do our PSAs. It's been a while since I made our wonderful announcements. Please subscribe to our channel on whatever music device you're listening on. Leave us a review. Not only that, but partner with us by sharing our podcast with your friends. When you do these small items, you not only support our show, but you are blessing others in return. Yes, you are. You're blessing them with this positive message that we provide in all that we do. Now, back to this episode. We are going to talk about confidence. This past week, I was telling a friend how during my schooling years, I was not popular at all. I did not fit in with my peers. I did not have the latest outfits. There I say, I wasn't the most fashion sense oriented person. Mm-mm. Where I grew up, this was a big no-no. I'm going to also expose myself a little here. I keep telling y'all my business for some reason. But when I was younger, I couldn't dance. It was terrible. They'll do the little soul train line. A sister couldn't get down that line without people poking fun at me. Yeah, it was not my strength. But of course, in all these things that I share, boy, was I ridiculed. My friend, she asked me, well, how did you survive school? under such conditions. I'm going to tell you how I did it later on. In the meantime, I believe to understand how to gain confidence, we must first examine the opposite behavior. What is the opposite of confidence? I'm glad you asked the question. It is self-doubt. Since we are highlighting our wonderful Moving Beyond Emotional Hurt Course, which I hope you guys have checked out so far. It's a great course. But in the course, we have a segment on understanding self-doubt. In this segment, we explore self-doubt, but also provide a few techniques to infuse your being with God's goodness instead of those negative, nasty, false core beliefs. I'm going to play a highlight from our audio lesson, which is taken directly from our podcast series. Yes, it is. After the audio, I will provide some strategies to have confidence that wows. I'm continuing 
to explore how women respond when people or life experience hurt us. Again, we asked women to answer this question, and we're going to spend time throughout this series to address their responses or our response. The number two answer to how we respond when experiencing hurt mm -hmm, is self-doubt. What does it mean to possess self-doubt? The short answer is that we lack confidence in the reliability of our motives, personality, thought, and the like. Self-doubt usually occurs in relationships when we tend to take ownership of someone else's perception of us. It may be in the form of conflict or in the form of another person's influence in our lives. Like I shared before, it takes time to heal from emotional wounds. But I want you to be encouraged by the fact that God knows that it takes time, but in that time, he is still with you. He still believes in you. He doesn't want you to give up. Okay, I got a little carried away. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's talk about some of the characteristics that happen with self-doubt. Okay, one is you may find it difficult to complete tasks. You may sabotage yourself in thinking you are unable to accomplish the task. For instance, for those who are students, you may think about, okay, I'm a failing exam. I'm not, I'm a failing exam. I'm going to fail it. And you're so consumed by that notion of failing that you don't study. And of course, because you didn't study, you actually failed the exam. In this particular case, it's like you're sabotaging yourself by the way that you think. And this occurs in our relationships with other people. You may interact with others with the level of insecurity to the point that they find it difficult to be around you because you're just all over the place. Here's another one. You may overextend your efforts on a particular goal to make sure that you're successful. You overextend because you don't want to be known as a failure. So you overcompensate for your self-doubt. And this is this comes up all the time when you're around people who are always boasting about their achievements. They're overly compensating. And how about uh, you compare yourself with others? And in the process of comparing yourself with others, you emphasize your lack of confidence in your abilities. Something that Elijah did, he minimized his achievements with, with God. And, and we can do the same thing. We minimize who we are, the things that we're capable of doing. Therefore, you reduce your influence. You, you stop being a person of influence because you're consumed with the thought that you're not good enough. You, you, you can't achieve anything. Now, I bet you did not realize that everything that is occurring with self-doubt actually consumes us. When I began to research this information, I was quite surprised. I was surprised because I was like, oh my goodness, if this does not apply to me. Despite moving beyond the taunts in school due to being so different, I personally still wrestle with self-doubt. I like to say that I'm cured. I am not. 
However, and I'm going to say however, I found tools that I'm about to mention that returns me back to a place of confidence so that I can go ahead and get my strut out, get the things that I would like to get out of life and not allow that negative criticism, that inner self thoughts to condemn me from having an abundant life. Okay, now, how I tackle my self-doubt to achieve the goodness that God's planned for me. I must admit, the first tip that I'm about to share with you guys, I cannot take credit. This is something that I've had the privilege to witness from my mama. I did tell her mama, so here it is. I told you one day I'm going to talk about you on the show. But this time, it's going to be some good stuff. I'm going to share the goodness that you've been doing. Yes, she is. That my mom, she's been having a spiritual awakening. She is reaping the benefits of putting God first in her life, as well as understanding the power of his word. During this pandemic, boy, have we been home with ourselves. In this time, for my mom to keep her spirits up and her mind going good and right. She wakes up every morning and reads her power scriptures that provide affirmations to who she is. And ladies, one morning, I woke up and I listened to her repeat the scriptures over and over again. It was actually quite cute and inspiring all at the same time. She's determined that every day she is going to remember who God has declared her. She has repeatedly told me that when she starts her day in remembrance of him and his declarations, she always has a better day. Not only does her day go well, but she is more confident. She actually does have a cute little strength. Her leg goes up a little bit. Why? Because she knows that she's an incredible woman. And you know what? Yes, we all have flaws. She got some too because we're human. But despite those things, she walks in that strut, having that confidence, knowing who God is, securing or being secured that he is going to work it out on her behalf. Now, I'll tell you what. She does tell me all the time when I'm being faithless. Now, come here. That ain't the power of God. You better go on check yourself. Yep, she sure does. I welcome that level of faith and that challenge because sometimes we need a little help to get out of our heads. So tip number one is to begin your day with affirmations. You are incredible, intelligent, and a love woman by God. You have a father who will fight your battles and wants to tell you daily how much he loves you. You can blend your affirmations with scriptures and other quotes that embody your spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And going back to my story in the beginning, how did I get through all that ridicule and that criticism as a young kid? I will tell you that these affirmations were something that I put into practice even at a young age. It may not have been as spiritual as God's word, 
But at the time, just knowing that that was not my permanent state, I would think, hey, y'all might be teasing me now, but wait till later on in life because I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to be the one with the money and you got to look up to me. I'm the one going to have the jobs and trying to, you trying to find a job. I'm going to be the one to employ you. Yes, I would tell those things to myself so that I always knew that there was more ahead than the criticism that I was receiving at the time. Again, tip number one, begin your day with affirmations. All right, now, tip number two, write down your accomplishments, especially those where you overcome adversity. Ooh, I'm going to tell you, this is an important tip. When you keep a record of overcoming, you realize that you have the strength and the ability to conquer future obstacles. I would like to say that we will no longer have problems. Wouldn't that be wonderful? But then we all know we turn on the news and it lets us know right away that that is not possible. I will also share with you guys, this past week has been interesting for me. My electricity went out again. Now, the last time I talked about my electricity, it was due to a storm. This time, it was due to me using the space heater and blowing the electrical grid. Initially, I was like, what in the world was going on? Why? Why now? I don't got time for this. I got things on my schedule, things I need to take care of. I don't got time to not have power again. And this was even more crucial because this time it was the office area. And what's in the office area? The computer? Wi-Fi? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, not having Wi-Fi you start acting kind of foolish. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to use the internet. I mean, you can start panicking. But not only did I not have the internet, I didn't have the computer. And I looked at it like what was going on with a blank stare. Because I just, I was baffled. I was like, what am I going to do with myself? I got things I need to get done. Well, after staring at the computer in the wall for a minute, I decided, okay, let's go ahead and call that electricity. Unfortunately, though, well, I guess it's kind of fortunately. I have that home warranty situation, but with home warranty, you, you have to call, and then they have to put in a ticket, and then after the ticket, you have to wait and see who will pick up the order. Then after that, then you get the little scheduling. Delay, delay, delay. Of course, I wanted my internet and computer like in the next couple of hours. Unfortunately, the only time they can come was four days later. I said, what in the world? So I started thinking again. Again, I need the internet. I need the computer. But not only that, it was like, uh, Kimmy, you also need that stove and you also need that refrigerator. So I know at the moment the Wi-Fi was a priority, but eating and being able to cook is also a priority. And time went by. Now, in the previous episode, I shared how when the power went out, the Lord provided candles. He allowed me to eat and shower. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm. Blessings all day long. So I knew, I did, I knew. I said, somehow we're going to work this out. You're going to provide me Wi-Fi and the computer before four days? Yes, you are. And sure enough, I started looking around the house and I started locating the part of the house that still had access to electricity. This was great because the other grid of the house had the stove and the refrigerator. You know what I did next? Yes, I did. I moved that internet and that computer and I hooked it up to the other part of the house that still had electricity. And can I say, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. I needed this workaround. Why? Because I got to do my job. And of course, this podcast, I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to make sure I get my episode out? I can't record. I don't got no edit. Right. You hear the drama. But anyways, not only was I had the opportunity to get my Wi-Fi back on and the computer working, but I also figured out how to get the stove plugged in to something good, get the refrigerator back on and clicking again. The Lord was working it out. And in this moment of adversity, God brought provision. And in his provision, I overcame the adversity. I know you have your own stories. And that's why I'm encouraging you. Write them down and go back over them when adversity hits. When you do this, you will be confident that you can tackle anything thrown at you. Last week, I gave you guys an assignment. I requested that you read Matthew 26, 36 to 46, and notice what Jesus did to overcome the adversity of going to the cross. Now, he wasn't removed from going to the cross, but he had to get to a place where he was willing to get to the cross. What did he do? What did you guys discover in your homework assignment? You know how I like my homework assignments. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you, because remember how I said to you, I wanted to give you the answer, but I was waiting. Well, now I have my opportunity. I'm going to give you the answer. Jesus overcame his emotional state and adversity because he was gut level honest with God. In his honesty, he expressed his emotions and allowed God to mend his wounds while strengthening him. You may be wondering, how do I know this? Well, I'm, I want to say I'm super smart, but no, I'm not. It's because when I read, it said that he prayed. And not just any type of prayer, but a prayer where he fell on his face and prayed. Fall on your face is not a happy prayer. No, it's not. But it is one of anguish and desperation. Luke twenty-two forty-four states, and being in agony, he was praying very fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood. Here is Jesus praying so hard that he sweat blood. 
he had to get out his anguish. And to do that, he went to his father. Therefore, the final tip is praying through the anguish, the criticism, false truths about yourself, the hurt. Also, sometimes you may not be ready to pray through these items because to be honest, you're still trying to figure out what they are or or the emotional anguish. You just know something's not right, but you but you haven't gotten the worst just yet to pinpoint. In this particular instance, spend time journaling. In your journal, jot down the criticisms. Then jot down how you feel about those criticisms. And this is where the little work becomes or is involved. And then jot down the items that is causing self-doubt. When you spend time jotting things down, I also want you to jot down what is true about yourself. This is where tip number one comes in handy. Jot down your affirmations to identify what is true about yourself. When you take time to do steps one, two, three, you exude, I mean, it will just come out and just overflow. Confidence that wows. You will have that strut, your head will be up high, and you know you can do all things with God. Okay, now, I got a question for you. I don't know how many times I've asked a question. I, I think this might be a, a low question episode, but here's a question Would you like? some practical techniques, or maybe support to start this journey. Mm -hmm. I am happy to announce that on February 16, 7 p.m. CST, we are having our first interactive online workshop for 2021. Guess what the topic is going to be? (laughs) Why, yes. We will delve into praying and journaling as a method for self-discovery, emotional healing, and confidence building. You can register at ahealingpeace.com register. Again, go on ahead, y'all. Get that little strut in. Have that confidence, that wild. Put into practice steps one to three. Come join us. February 16th and together we're going to wow everybody. Alright now, come back next week for more encouragement. 